Hello, friends. There's lots of interesting things coming up in the Stoic Coffee community, so make sure that you sign up for my newsletter on my website at stoic.coffee. You can also follow me on Twitter at stoiccoffee and on Instagram at stoic.coffee, and you can find my LinkedIn page by searching for Stoic Coffee Break on LinkedIn. Now, I also wanted to let you know that I'm starting a mastermind for tech entrepreneurs as the world of tech is accelerating, and I've had people reaching out to me for a group grounded in Stoic principles. I'll be your facilitator as we tackle some of the big questions in tech using the tools of Stoicism. I have a few spots left for senior tech entrepreneurs and decision makers to join me for a one-hour bi-weekly session. I'll be interviewing candidates to form a tight group for the first cohort of five people, plus myself. Now, if you're interested in joining this, please reach out to me at masterminds at stoic.coffee. Now, again, that's masterminds at stoic.coffee. Thanks again, and thank you so much for listening to the podcast, and I appreciate your support. Hello, friends. Welcome to the Stoic Coffee Break. My name is Eric Cloward. Do you struggle to find happiness within yourself? Do you despair every time you watch the news? In today's episode, we're going to talk about how to get over this despair and how pursuing happiness may not be the best strategy to actually finding happiness. There's an interesting trend in a lot of things I've been reading online lately. And to me, it seems like there seems to be kind of a a despair or a hopelessness or kind of a general depression within kind of our society and sometimes even kind of boiling down to nihilism. And I've been kind of wondering why this is. It's been something that's been kind of sitting in the back of my mind and a lot of it for me is just kind of wondering why do we feel like we live in such hard times? I mean, why do we feel like these times are more desperate than others? I mean, is it that things truly were better in the past and that we've just kind of lost our way as a society? I mean, I know a lot of people in different conservative communities think this. They think that things were always better in the past. And I don't know. I want to, I want to talk about that today because if you think about it, how things were a hundred years ago was very different than they are today. Most people were probably farmers and they were living a life with a lot of hard work. You know, they're keeping farm animals they're harvesting crops. I mean, it, it was certainly not a leisurely life by any means. And if you lived in the city, you were most likely a factory worker. And if you read, you know, some of uh, Upton Sinclair stuff, you realized a lot of the conditions at the time and some of the factories, especially anything having to do with meatpacking factories, were really not great conditions at all and often had incredibly long hours. Um, There weren't a lot of labor laws in place to protect people. So living back 100 years ago, to me, seems like it would be much, much harder than it would be today. So, So why are we so unhappy? I mean, with so much leisure time and modern conveniences in our lives, why are we still so unhappy? For me, I think that it's ironically because as a society, we focus too much on trying to be happy. Now, I know this sounds counterintuitive, but why would the pursuit of happiness, why would this, this striving after happiness make so many people unhappy? 
I mean, isn't that what we're supposed to do with our lives? I mean, it even says so in the Declaration of Independence from, you know, when America seceded from the British, it said we have the right to life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. But that's just the thing. We're not guaranteed happiness. We're only given the opportunity to pursue happiness. And I think that it's this dogged pursuit, this focus on being happy that brings us so much anguish. And why is that? Why is pursuing happiness not, why doesn't that bring happiness? I mean, usually if we want something, we just go out and get it. And I would think that happiness could be the same way. But for me, I realized that in my life, that happiness is a byproduct of doing useful and good things in my life. That when I try to make myself happy, that I can't. I think of it as trying to, it's trying to like pet a cat. The more you chase after the cat, the more it runs away from you. And when you finally stop chasing it and ignore it and do other things, suddenly the cat shows up and wants to snuggle itself right into your face. It isn't until we stop trying to be happy and just focus on trying to live a good life that happiness finds us. I guess you could say that happiness is what happens while we're making other plans or doing other things. Seneca said, If what you have seems insufficient to you, then though you possess the world, you will yet be miserable. And I I really like that, that thought that it doesn't matter what you have if, if for you it's not enough, if you're always wanting and desiring something that you don't have, then you're going to be miserable. And if you were to ask yourself what you want in your life, what would be on that list? Would you list the things that you already have? One of the most important things that I've learned in studying Stoicism is to be grateful for what we have and to learn to want what we already have. Because if we're always chasing some shiny object outside of ourselves to fill that hole of emptiness that's inside of us, it's never going to fill it. Appreciating what we already have, even if it's not as great as maybe what somebody else has, we appreciate having a place to live, having friends, family, food, just the most basic things in life can immediately improve our level of happiness. When I was in high school, me and my friends used to say jokingly, just at random times, wherever you go, there you are. And at the time, it was just us being silly. I think we had heard it on some TV commercial or, uh, you know, some TV show. But as, as I've gotten older, I've started to realize that there's kind of a profound truth in that. And it's that you can't ever escape who you are. So if you're unhappy with who you are, if you don't like yourself, then nothing that you have and nothing that you do is ever going to fix that. So learning to be okay with yourself, to be happy with what you have, be happy with yourself, that learning to love yourself and be good with yourself, I think is probably the biggest key to happiness. And I think that loving who you are is really an overlooked part of loving what you already have. And to recognize that you are a worthy person, that you're worthy of love, despite or maybe even because of your faults, that's not an easy thing to do. But also keep in mind that we're all imperfect, we're all messy, we all have our doubts, and we screw up all the time. That's part of being human. 
But every single one of us, even the absolute worst of us, is still worthy of love. Ralph Waldo Emerson said, The purpose of life is not to be happy. It is to be useful, to be honorable, to be compassionate, to have it make some difference that you have lived and lived well. And I picked up this quote from reading this great essay by Darius Foro. Um, there's a link to it on, in the show notes here. And it was, it was really just a great essay. And what he talked about, or what he proposed, is that life is not about trying to pursue happiness. It's about being useful. And that idea struck a chord with me. And it was just like this, you know, one of those like light bulb moments like, oh, yeah. Because when I really think about it, the times in my life when I've felt the best are usually when I've taken on some challenge that I face and I work at it and I make some headway on that. Or when I'm serving other people and trying to help other people with their challenges. That really makes me feel energized as a person. Or when I'm working on something creative, whether that's writing music or working on this podcast or just writing, it helps me feel like there's a purpose to my efforts in my, in my life. When we're challenging ourselves in some way and we're adding value to the world and we're contributing and we're helping move the world forward, to me, that's where we find kind of that purpose in our lives, is that how are we useful to the world? Epictetus said, one cannot pursue one's highest good without at the same time necessarily promoting the good of others. A life based on narrow self-interest cannot be esteemed by any honorable measurement. Seeking the very best in ourselves means actively caring for the welfare of other human beings. Our human contract is not with the few people with whom our affairs are most intermediately intertwined, nor to the prominent, rich, or well-educated, but to all our human brethren. And I think this last aspect of finding or allowing happiness to find us in our lives is truly serving other people. When we only focus on ourselves, we miss out a lot of adding something to the world. When we only look after our own happiness, and remember that happiness is a byproduct of action, the more that we can give to the world, the more chances happiness will have to just show up in our lives. And rather than complain about all the things that are wrong in the world, what can you do to be part of that solution? I mean, we all have something to offer. I mean, everybody has some unique talent that the world needs. And even if it's just showing up and supporting a cause that you believe in, Every good movement in the world needs people who are willing to just show up and do basic work. I know that it seems like there's so much wrong in our world, and I think every age has had its struggle with problems that, that seem insurmountable and can oftentimes feel very overwhelming, and it's, it's easy to get discouraged, and it's easy to feel like, you know, there's no point to trying to make the world a better place, that it just seems like too big of a task. But remember that you, you can only do what you can do, and that, that's enough. And don't get discouraged if you can't save the world in a day. But if you can add something good and be on the positive side of the equation every single day, then you can be happy with knowing that you're part of the solution.
And that's the Stoic Coffee Break for this week. Be good to each other and be good to yourselves. And thanks for listening. Hey friends, thanks for listening to the podcast. If you like what you hear, I would really appreciate if you could help support me by making a pledge on Patreon. You can find me at patreon.com slash stoiccoffee. Even just a small amount helps in keeping this podcast going. Also, head on over to my website at www.stoic.coffee and sign up for our weekly newsletter. And lastly, if you know someone that might like or could benefit from this podcast, please share it with them. Word of mouth is one of the best ways to help this podcast grow. Thanks again for listening.